0: The triangle podcast episode number 36 here on Couch Guys Sports, brought to you, of course, by our good friends CouchGuysSports.com. Hey, Al, we know them. They're hey, fun. Jared, yeah, they're a lot hey, of fun. They're great, of course. Uh, into the triangle on uh, iTunes if you can find it on Stitcher, you know, we're everywhere. Just just go subscribe, write, review, follow us on Twitter. Uh, Instagram is, of course, at, at Couch underscore Couch underscore sports, uh, something like that because we couldn't do it all one word because someone had it. That's a lot, that's really weird. Stupid! Who has that? You know, pay us. I'll, I'll I'll pay you for it. Just give it back. Um. Anyway, we get a lot, we have a lot to talk about. We do. I wasn't here a couple weeks ago. Shout out to Charlie Smith, my boy, for hopping on. Couldn't come on last minute. Hey, 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 he hey! That, that
1: that that's that's my boy. Let, let my let's boy. make that clear.
0: No, my boy. I, t- I took over that friendship. It's my no, boy.
1: no, oh no, you didn't. He he texted me some things afterwards that you don't need to know about. So we'll just uh, keep it uh,
0: that. Only real friends don't need to tell those things to each other. Um, <laughs>
1: nice spin zone. I'll give you credit
0: for that. It's hey, pretty good. It's all right. It's all right. That's pretty good. That was I'm quick. I'm good at what I do. That was quick. Uh, that, I'll give you that. I'm, it's good. I'm good at what I do. Um, hey, <laughs> we got news. It's been a couple weeks, right? There's a <laughs> to talk about. We're, we're going to get to uh, Andrew Benintendi. No My longer life. no longer a Boston Red Sox. I, I had an I'm, initial feeling I'm kind of mixed on it now. We'll talk through it. Um, Andrew Benintendi, no longer a Red Sox. Dustin Pedroia, no longer a Red Sox. He wasn't traded, though. He just decided to up and quit and retire. Um, Hello. So we'll, we'll talk about him for a little bit. Again, um, bye bye. Bye bye. Bug time. Um, him and he had a good interview, though, on Section 10. He did. Uh, and shout out to those boys. They had, it was what? Cora, Pedroya, and Heim Bloom on three yeah. consecutive weeks.
1: Section 10 is on an absolute
0: heater love them. Yeah, right yeah, now. Love them. Be- love besides them. this great
1: podcast, that's another great Red Sox podcast. Yeah. Often.
0: No, they're great. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll shout that listening to Heim Bloom. I I I made the effort to listen to the whole Heim Bloom interview because it really he really was pretty honest, Heim Bloom. Um was. and like it kind of made more sense hearing that and then talking about the Andrew Benatendi thing. Like listening to Heim Bloom talk about how he's managing the Red Sox and what he wants, it's like, okay, the the trade makes sense. Right. Like you're talking about the long term, you need to worry about the long term of the farm systems. Dog shit. Because Dave Dombrowski is a thing, and you need to figure that out. And they had no farm system, so guys, and and this is where we can start. I'm not mad about them training Andrew Benintendi, I'm just mad they didn't get much back for him. But there's still two players to be named later, and who knows how they can turn out. Oh, that's it's more, isn't it more
1: than that? Isn't it like four? It's at least two, so we know it's at least two. You got the outfielder Cordero, and then you got the pitcher Winchowski, or whatever. i look
2: this up for a minute. Hold up, give me a minute. All right, I'm pretty
0: convinced that the pitcher is who they wanted because. What everything I'm seeing, and for what I know of the guy, he tops at like 99 and has a, a slider in the 90s. Right. So if that's the case, you clearly wanted that dude. Correct. Which I don't and,
1: blame you. No, not at all. And the thing is, too, you have so many young pitchers. I mean, you have Jay Groom that you're still developing in your farm system. You still have Tanner Houck who's competing for a big league spot. Nick Pavetta is a young guy that you brought over in a trade. But even so, you have young pitching in place. And you know what, Andrew Benintendi, and for the for the folks that say he had one bad year. Okay, fine. You can have that mini point. But 2019, he wasn't that good either. 2018 was his best year. That was his peak year. And especially with the catch in game four of the ALCS, like that's yep. what he's going to be known for
0: forever. So I look at the Andrew Benatene trade and go, okay, they clearly just didn't believe he was going to get out of it. Like they just clearly believed that because if they thought that it was a down year last year and it was COVID and he could have come back and been what we all hoped he'd be or like what he was in 2018. Then okay, maybe maybe they wouldn't have dealt with him, but clearly they believe this guy wasn't going to get to what he thought what he could have been. The Royals were willing to give him something for them for him. So here's the a only downside to me is player. the only downside to me is that he doesn't get to play for Cora again, and like I feel like that might have been the
1: right. spark. But yet there's still people in the organization that thought he was going to have a bounce back year, which was an- another report, which is kind of conflicting, yeah, kind of surprising yeah. too. But Zach, what's what's the trade?
2: So the Royals give Benintendi. Of course. Don't forget, it was a three team three team trade too. Oh
1: yeah, the Mets were in there too.
2: The Mets get outfielder Khalil Lee. Okay. And here's what the Red Sox get. Frenchie or Franchy Cordero.
1: Yep.
2: Josh Winchkowski. Yep. Two players to be named later from Kansas City. And one player to be named later from Stand New York.
0: Okay, so right in the middle. So you said four, I said two. So right in the yeah. middle they meant three. So, okay. Those three play now, again, even without the players to be named later, and obviously that's a factor, right? Depending on who you get. Um, and the way, for those of you who don't know, don't know the way that works is they get like a list of players they're allowed to pick from, and then they can just pick them. like, that's how those typically work. Um, looking at the deal itself, Frankie Cordero is like a poor man's Andrew Bentendi. Like he, he does not going to hit solid. Like he has a lot of power. I think that's going to be his upside. Like he can come in and hit his missiles. Um, and now he's going to be one of your four outfielders, um, and, and guys, I'll tell you this the Red Sox lineup this year is just going to be a crap ton of platoons. Like, they, they yeah. <laughs> very few set positions. Like, you have Devers at third, Bogart set short. Now, there's Chavis reports that we'll talk about too, like about him being traded. But you have Vasquez behind the plate as of now, and then for Dugo and right, yeah. and like, or in center for Dugo and center. That's it. Like, Kiko Hernandez, Gonzalez, you just signed today too. Um, you, you have Frenchy coming in, like, it's a bunch of platoon guys. Like in <laughs> second base, who knows? Like Kiki Hernandez is clear to be slated as a second baseman every day. For the most part, it sounds like that's, what's going to happen. But second base is really a platoon too, because if Kiki Hernandez goes to the outfield, then someone's got to play second base. But there's still guys, you
1: know, in there like Kike Hernandez and Marvin Gonzalez that, you know, have played at the major league level and succeeded at the major league level last year. We're throwing out guys named Matt Hall and Josh Ostrich, who
0: yeah, did they I really? Mean, besi- right. It's going to be better than it was last year, which is an upgrade, but I look at what they're doing. Like this team feels very much like 2013, but like without the ability to win, like they don't have David Ortiz. They don't have those clutch guys to go along with those random, like Kiki Hernandez's of the world that can bring like Shane Victorino, what, what he was 2013. Um, Johnny Gomes who right. decided that he learned how to play baseball for a year. Like that's not going to happen again. So like this team will be okay. They might make the playoffs, but they're still the fourth best team in the East. Does this like, open not-
2: door? Oh, sorry, Jared. I mean no, off? go
0: ahead.
2: Okay. Does this mean that it's possible possibility that JBJ might be coming back?
0: I don't know about that. I, I'm so torn with that because like with especially with Gonzalez coming in and they like who they signed today. I don't know. I just feel like they I just feel like they don't want JBJ back. And if they did, they probably would have already done it. Um I would love them to come back. I think it makes too much sense to bring him back, uh to not bring him back. Like I I don't know. I don't know what you think, Al, but Overall, I would love him back. At this point, I'd rather him come back, but I don't. At this point, I don't think he, I mean, his options are dwindling.
2: That's what we were um, talking about the other day too, when we we're texting each other.
0: But
1: Perso- I, uh, personally, do I want him back? No, but at this point, do the Red Sox kind of need him back? They kind of yeah. They, they kind of do. I mean, and you kind of
0: think that you, you kind of think JBJ needs the Red Sox right now too.
1: Yeah, because he can sign a one or two year deal and then just try again next offseason for another big deal. Exactly. And that's the thing is if you bring back Jackie Bradley, you can keep Verdugo and right. And then you can switch out like Cordero and Renfro. And maybe if Jaron Duran's ready, then you can have Duran and you can have Bradley and then Verdugo in the outfield. That's a fast outfield. And it I can cover a lot of ground.
0: I saw a point made earlier too. It's like, I think it was Lou Merloni who made this point on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not an outfield that you want to just have crap outfielders in like Fenway park's not an easy defensive place to play. No, like, not at all. And if you don't know it, you're screwed, or if you don't have speed, you don't. You're screwed. Like JBJ has made center field and Fenway Park look very easy. Yes, but it's not. Like there's a and, lot of room to cover out there. Oh, it
2: was Mookie too when he was here? He made it look like yeah. it was
0: nothing. And, and Mookie made right field look even easier. Yeah, and it's, it's yeah. right field. That right field here is one of like the hardest
1: right fields to play. I.e. Hanley Ramirez, 2015. That's a perfect example. Yeah,
0: it, it's of, amazing of how if you don't know how to play outfield, you're going to look like an idiot. And and this goes back to to come back to the Andrew Benintendi trade. Like I'm kind of mad they traded him right now for what they got back. Like I would have liked one more year, give him a shot without the one, the bummer, if it wasn't Alex Cora managing, I think I'd be like, whatever about it. But clearly Cora got through to these guys in 2018. And, and I don't think Benatini's year was that bad in 2019 compared to like what people are saying, but give him another year. And yeah, you got some come pitcher forward who throws in the 90s. So maybe that's why they did it. But like comparing Andrew Benatini to Frenchie Cordero, isn't Benatini better? Maybe. I mean, it, Maybe because he's proven himself in
1: the playoffs and whatnot, but there's sort of another thought that I was just thinking about. And as I'm looking it up, I want you guys to think about this too. Could Haim bloom be setting himself up for a big 2022 off season. Like after well, yeah. the 2021 season, that's what I'm thinking. The plan is.
0: I don't know what the contracts look like. cap, like all that kind of stuff, but like you got time is preached. And stay one, you guys have to be patient. Like this, we're building a farm system from the step up and like, the, the deals he's making this year and the players he's bringing in on one or two year deals screams, We need some characters, some likable players. Like he even said it on, on Section 10, I think it was. This team was boring. Or it was Cora that said that too. Cora said it in Time Agreed. This team was boring last year. There weren't a lot of characters. There weren't a lot of guys in the clubhouse. Like it was Xander Bogarts, and that's fine. And like Xander Bogarts is the leader, but there's no personality there compared to like what Kiki Hernandez is, as an example, right? Like you bring in guys like that have a fun year, do what you can do, make Boston an attractive place to come. Then you start signing free agents, but you have to the thing is you have to build the farm system out in baseball in order to then have the money to pay the big time free agents because you have to have enough guys who are good on those smaller rookie like no money deals out of like their younger years to pay for those big free agents.
2: It's funny you say that too because look at what the Blue Jays are doing. I mean, they were they weren't a good team before the last few years but you know what they built they built up the, their farm system they had boba shed they had Vladimir Guerrero jr uh, rowdy tellez and now look at them now they're bringing ryu they're bringing in springer um
1: semi and marcus semi yeah. too they're yeah, bringing
2: Semien all these guys because they're building up. culture they're building
1: yeah, yeah oh by the way i'm gonna play a little guessing game with you guys mlb instagram came Came out today with the records they think are gonna happen in oh, 2021. What, what do you think they had the Red Sox had? It's not as bad as you think.
2: I think I oh, saw, I saw was, it was wasn't like 80 and 82.
1: What what did you have, Jared?
0: Like 85 wins.
1: Yeah, Zach was right. It was 80 and 82. That yeah, was the record sucks. that they had. Yeah, which a lot of people think worse. I mean, two weeks ago when it was yeah. Zach, myself, and that yep. whole gang, uh Matty B Diego, and uh and Charlie, we all were saying that it could be like 70 wins or worse. So the fact that M L B is given them 80. It's like,
0: it's bad to say, but it's a step in the right like direction. They the Dodgers in the hundreds. Like, well, just of course, because look, look at that team. Yeah, look no, that they're, team. they're loaded. And you know what's funny? Side note on the Dodgers real quick. Everyone's talk like, there's screenshots and pictures of their rotation, like the top four. David Price isn't even on their list anywhere. Like, they're not, no one's even mentioning the fact that they have David Price coming back this year. And they're talking about Bauer and Kershaw and all these guys. They're not Flip even talking about Bauer,
1: Bauer, Kershaw. Walker Buehler, David Price, Dustin May,
0: Julio Urias. They're not even talking about David Price, and it blows my mind.
2: Probably because he's the odd man out uh, there.
0: They oh. have they, oh, there he's going to be in the rotation. He's if he's coming yeah. back at all healthy, he's coming in the rotation. Oh, by the way, the 2022 uh, free agency class. Listen to
1: these names that are coming oh, out. These names are pretty good. Some of them have player options, but still, it's just a list you have right now. Clayton Kershaw, Max Scherzer, Francisco Lindor, Nolan Arenado. Buster Posey, Chris Bryant, Marcus Stroman, Marcus Simeon, Freddie Freeman, Chris Davis, the Oakland, Chris Davis. There's a lot of good names that are going to be coming out. There's some up. juice there. Yeah.
0: There's some talent to be there to fill some holes if you can get the rest of it figured out. So like, that is a great example. Like, you know, Duran probably will be ready by then. So that's one less spot, but maybe you find an outfielder to come in, um, in that, out of that class and, and come in and, and and fill a final spot out there or maybe j i don't know like jd martinez like these sort of players like does jd have an opt-out again after this year i think i I think so yeah i think he does right looking right now so i mean you don't blame him for opting in this year the money was there and it was the pandemic so but like does jd stay and if not like does someone else need to come in and fill his spot or like if jd martinez stays boston will become attractive again like i don't think that boston's going to be moving forward a team that's going to be bad good bad good every other year like like they're trying they're clearly trying to build a foundation to build up now trading and he sucks as a name right like the locks the flow the hair the picture of him in front of the monster in 2018 like that picture has been epic and it'll always be there the houston game too the houston game that catch is probably his best moment in the red sox uniform you're gonna have to let it go and and i hate it because partially it sucks because like I wanted him to stay and I think that he should deserve another shot but what you got back for getting rid of him like clearly they're just making room they, they and the I think the pitcher they got I remember his name like that's clearly who they wanted
1: yeah Josh um, Winchowski I think it Wanchowski, was that yeah. right yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: so Josh Winchowski is clearly the guy they wanted he tops in the 90s high 90s fastball and he sliders in the 90s according to what I'm seeing in red and, and know of the guy
2: I just want to say that's about, who they wanted I just want to say something real fast about this so I have mixed feelings about the trade itself so on the negative side, did he have a b- rough year last year? Yeah, he did. But then again, it was 60 – what was it, 60 games? Yeah, 60 he, he, games, he, right?
1: He, he played in, like – Bannon said he himself played in, like, 12 of them.
2: And, it was, and he was hurt, too, for the most part. Yeah,
0: he, he didn't play much, honestly. It wasn't even that much of a season he played.
2: So really the negative one is, like, he struggled last year when he was healthy. Mm-hmm. But kind of leading off of what you said, Jared, I was – I wasn't surprised to see him get traded, but I wouldn't mind having him get another year too. You know, like especially with like these Renfro and um, who else do we have now? Renfro,
1: Renfro, Cordero, Verdugo. Yeah, I mean,
2: like they're not gonna play all one sixty two. They're gonna obviously sub in 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 and out.
1: And Gonzalez will play some outfield too, I'm sure. Hernandez might get might play a little in the outfield if he's not traded, but yeah.
2: But. I don't know. I have mixed feelings about the trade, and I'm a miss attendee. He, he sounded like he was a good guy around Boston, but I mean, what are you gonna do about
0: it?
1: Shout out to our friend Brianna Pierre. Hopefully, she's uh, still alive.
0: Yeah, enjoy that bottle of wine.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, by by. By the way, what was it was it's just the people that are out for high and bloom, and that are like he doesn't know what he's doing.
0: He Insane. sucks. Insane.
1: He like relax. Like it's his first full year of having, you know, some moves to make. He had made some pretty good moves and they may not be flashy names, but they're names that are going to help you. You got Adam Otovino for your bullpen. You got Marlon Gonzalez as a utility guy. And you mind started- you,
0: Al, and Otovino is a great example of this. Like if you, if you're decent this year, he just resigns. And then he's valuable next year. Like Otovino is a piece that you can, if you're, especially if you're good, like if you can prove that you can turn this around pretty quickly, Otovino is now a really good piece and a push for something. Right.
1: And then you're right. And like you said before, Jared, they're rebuilding the farm system like Mm -hmm. the Red Sox are going in the right direction. Like and they obviously and I know we keep referencing this, but it's so true and so valuable. You rehired Alex Cora, your manager that won you the World Series a couple of years ago. He knows how to handle a ball club. So you're making the right moves. You got to have patience. See, that's what I hate about Boston sports fans. Just just real quick segue.
0: Yeah, we're uh, assholes.
1: We're, literally, we are the biggest jerks in the world because we ha- have had two decades of winning thanks to all the sports teams winning at least one championship. So, some of them have won multiple.
0: Shout out the goat, yeah. Tom Brady, yeah. chucking Lombardi trophies down on the river over Mute. boat to boat.
2: Mute that name. Mute
0: that name. Uh, no, Thomas Zach, Edward Brady.
1: Zach, you're out number two to one. You're not winning this <laughs> The avocado,
0: The avocado tequila. Oh. <laughs> but, like, but, my boy.
1: But on a real note, We're so, we have been so spoiled because Mm -hmm. of just the winning. And now when it's a period where nobody's really close to a championship, maybe the Bruins, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Yes. But the Red Sox, like they're not there yet, but they're going to be in a few years. They're going to be consistently contending.
0: And that's what we have. We're not the Pittsburgh pirates. We're not the Colorado Rockies just we're, dishing away. Every, like we're, we're and not. we're not
1: you're not like the Texas Rangers who had a few good years and they've been bad ever Shout since. Set out
0: Brock Holt, signed a minor league deal yeah. with the Texas
1: Rangers. Isn't that crazy to think about that he signed a minor league deal?
0: Right? No one wanted him. It's crazy. I, I would take it back. But you can't now with Kiki. Kiki. No, of just course. Tonight. But um, You know who's getting a big league? I just saw, uh, according to our friend, good old friend Chris Cotello. I just saw that on Twitter too. Who's getting just a now. big league invite this year to spring training, Red Sox? Who would that be? Durbin Felbin hey furbush he's back he's in hey future closer the red Sox, right there had a good conversation with durbin feltman good kid good yeah kid. uh he's coming to the big leagues he's getting the call uh he's excited jaron duran's getting the call up uh jeter downs is gonna be a big camp you know jeter downs is someone that we could see at oh, second yeah. base by the end of the season especially if they're not doing well like he's slotted to be your next guy there like long term so like right you could see him and Verdugo on the field at the same time this year. And that's what you got basically for Mookie. So guys, <laughs> 2021 is going to be a big year for some of these trades you've made, what you're going to get from them. Um, everyone, you I'm, I'm allowing it. It's okay. You can still support Mookie Betts. I'm okay with that. Um, I, I don't want to root openly for the Dodgers, but like I will be supportive of Mookie Betts' career. I will root for the Royals because they suck anyway. And Andrew Benintendi's there. So I'll root for Andrew Benatendi, but look, this is a high bloom podcast. Pro I am not going to speak for you guys, but I'm it feels like we're a Pro High Bloom podcast here.
2: 100%. I'm just gonna, I'm just here to support whoever. <laughs>
0: I'm he, just he here just, so I don't get fined. There, there you go. There it is. That's what you just said. Yeah. Um you Wait, so you're not support. Oh, hold on. Let's, hold on. I'm going to be a therapist for a second. So what makes you feel this way?
2: Oh, God. <laughs> um, well, let's see. I don't like to get angry at my team's making moves. I mean, I just try to be patient and not just for the Red Sox, but you guys know as a Buffalo sports fan, how how much torture we have for the last few years. Patience is a key thing. And look at right what the bills. They went from 17 year playoff drought to made the playoffs once, tank, not tanking, but rebuilding on a go. And now they're one of the best teams in the AFC. So this is why you need to remain patient. The Savers, I wish they would take note and do this, but they can't. Anyways, but like I said, patience is key in sports. Especially, do you guys feel like this is like a rebuild on a go? Yeah, not they're
0: right. trying not. To, well, they're trying not to be bad. It's like, a. Re, I'd say it's a retool more than a rebuild. Yeah, like the thing with the Red Sox, and then we can move on to Dust madroya Like they they had the core. Like they, the the rebuild happened when they were really bad with John Farrell, and then they won a World Series, and then they were bad again, and then they got Dombrowski, but like. The core of like, and it's sad because these guys are now gone. Like Mookie Betts, uh, JBJ, Andrew Benatendi, like Devers and Bogarts. Like that was supposed to be the core mm-hmm. for a while. Um, And then Dombrowski effed that up. Uh Sad also to think that JBJ, Benintendi, and Bogarts, I mean not Bogarts and Mookie Betts are not going to be here anymore. And like those three were your outfield and like one of the best outfields in the game. And now they're just gone. Um yep. So it's crazy, but it, it is a retooling. I, I think they have their core in place. They, I don't think, I think Vasquez is their guy. I think Benny uh, it was not going to be a part of their plans. You have Bogart, Devers, uh, Duran is, is here, I think, and they want Duran to be their guy. Uh, Verdugo is part of their plan. Like they have a core in place and now you just have to build a farm system so that younger pieces can come up and fill in holes when you don't when you don't sign the big free agents. And that's it. I think that's going to be their plan moving forward. Um, one guy that they were patient with, Zachary, is Dustin Pedroya. And he officially announced his retirement in between our last episode and this one. So quickly, not to extend too long on this guy, but I just want to know, Al and Zach, your favorite Dustin Pedroia moment? There's so many to choose from. In a Red Sox uniform. Uh, He didn't play play in any other uniform, so it's always a Red Sox uniform.
1: Probably either the World Series. I'd say the World Series game one Mm -hmm. against the Rockies. That's a good moment. Uh, Or it could be game seven of the ALCS when you get the home run against Cleveland, I'm pretty sure. Like, those are two good moments. I just always loved Dustin Pedroia, just the player. Like, there's not mm-hmm. one big moment. I mean, he was just my favorite player for years. It's because he was a dirt dog, a scrapper. You, you can't help. Dustin Pedroia embodied what the city of Boston is all about. Tough and a winner. Mm-hmm. And that's what he did. He was tough, and he won three World Series rings.
2: So, for me, I remember in the 2010 World Series, just before Chris Sale struck out May Machado for the final out, which was a classic moment for me, I remember them showing the dugout and I saw Bajora. I think I said his name, right? Whatever. PD, I should say. There you go. And just like the moment on his face, like he knew he was going to win a world series. Yes. He didn't contribute on it, but you know what? I guarantee you, he was like a leader. Like he was a motivator. Right. Like, do you guys remember that game? We were tra- trailing against LA and Chris Sale was like going out with his guys, like firing them up. I feel like that's what pejorra was doing too. And, in the dugout in a clubhouse, mm-hmm. so just like seeing like a guy like him get a World Series ring was like really cool because he deserved it too.
0: I feel like my, one of my more comical favorite memories of him. um If those of you who don't remember, he was the cover athlete of the 2019 MLB The Show video game, and yeah. they did, you guys probably this has been floating around lately, and it reminded me of this um, of the commercial for that when he was sitting next yeah. to uh, the the Red Sox uh, one of the Red Sox coaches at the time and. He, he was, it was young. He was, it was only 2009. He was super young, babyface Dustin Pedroia. And he literally sat there and goes, so it will be the show. You're telling me I can't hit the fastball high and inside. <laughs> and they just, it, it was a great commercial. It was one of the more comical moments of his career. And then he'd hear the story too. And like, we kind of knew this happened Um, when, when the year that Ortiz like slammed the, the phone bullpen oh, yeah. phone mm-hmm. and like gave the team like a, a yelling at the, in the, the dugout during the world series. Like, we kind of knew that Pedroia did this, but the fact that he just kind of like walked away from that huddle and laughed and goes and went, went and turned to, uh, I think it was, who's on, it wasn't Hanley. I forget who it was and turned to someone and just goes and laughed and goes, well, Dud David, what the fuck do you want us to do? We're, what else are we going to do? It's the world series. Of course we want to fucking win. Like <laughs> that is, that is like, that is Pedroia to a nutshell. And then he expanded on that in the uh, section 10 interview, because he basically said like, yeah. I was like sitting there in the huddle, like David, can we spin this up? I'm on bet. I got to go hit like, bro, can you, can you talk a little faster? <laughs> like, what are we doing here? Um, right. it, oh, there's
1: so many good stories. Like if you want to listen to a good interview and an authentic interview, go listen to that section 10 interview with Dustin Pedroia. Yeah. It, especially when he meets with, um, who was it? Larry Lucchino. I'm pretty sure. And he's like, oh, yeah, the Larry. Truck one? The car yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. Where he's like, <laughs> yeah, Larry, we're going to win the world series. And then they start laughing. Like what the hell's so funny, Larry. And then uh, a year later, Where's my truck, Larry? Like it shows up at the spring training. Just, Where the fuck's my truck? <laughs> no, where's,
0: where's my truck, Larry? Um, <laughs> but it's, and, uh it, it, it he's always been authentic and it's been great. And he's been with us forever. He's one of the guys, like, he's what we kind of assume like Xander Bogarts is going to be like a Red Sox lifer, like gr- growing up in the system, coming through it and, and kind of doing that. So look, shout out to Petey. His retirement's like three years overdue, but doesn't take away from what he did. And honestly, his 15 should be up next to Ortiz's. Retired. no one should wear it um and, and i think that's part of what their plan is i'm assuming they'll do that um it was funny So they asked him, again back to this great section 10 interview they asked him like do you think it should be retired and he goes well i feel i feel bad for the fucker who has to wear it after me <laughs> 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 it goes to the plate first time up at Fenway and strikes out four times like feel bad for that guy
1: <laughs> you're not pedroia boo!
0: <laughs> pretty much
1: who are you're yeah. not Petey? you're too tall what are you doing here go sit down we miss five foot five Petroyant
0: second base. Boo. Oh man. All right. Last topic. <laughs> leave it. Leave it out. Um, Michael Chavis is reportedly being thrown out there in trade rumors and apparently is being shopped around. Are you guys okay with that if the ice horse gets dealt?
1: Absolutely. At this point, he has no position. So you know what? If you can sell him on the fact that he can be good offensively and you can get a couple prospects back for him, see you later.
2: Remember when I posed the question to you guys a couple weeks ago? I'm not sure, not sure if you were here, Bob about trading Chavis, possibly.
1: I remember, yeah.
0: Yeah. So Zach's tingly sources were coming in. He knew something was going on. He's got yeah. something all I the did. way from Buffalo. He's calling in a little it, It's, calling it's calling that Buffalo high.
1: air. It's, it's hi, the Bills hi, Mafia.
0: Hi, it's Zach. Anything coming in? Oh, Michael Chavis. All right, I'll keep it on the back burner. I'll announce it. All right, bye. Click.
2: I did announce the Arnado trade on here just for what it's worth.
0: He did. He
1: did
2: pretty cool moment. Anyways, going back to Chavis, <laughs> um, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, obviously, Dalback's going to be here at first base, I assume. I am um, not sure a about platoon
0: with him, right? Yeah, maybe Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Maybe. I would have thought Moreland, but they brought Gonzalez in, so yeah.
2: But yeah, like like El said, there is not really a fit for him here, and I mean, I like. Chavis, I've had a chance to meet him when he was in Triple A here in Buffalo, and he's a great kid. But I don't know. I'm not just like Benintendi. I'm not ready to give up on him
0: just yet. I mean, does I he bring in- value? Like if you trade him right now. Can you get something decent for that maybe, guy? Maybe, maybe like, 20, can you get a couple decent pitching prospects for Michael Chavis? Because we've seen what he can do. Like, Michael Chavis is an everyday MLB player.
1: I mean, maybe, um, mid, maybe mid level, but not, you're not going to get a high prospect for him. No, but,
0: but for Heim Bloom trying to rebuild the system, he pulls that trigger, right? Absolutely. Because you have Dalbeck, you have Kiki and Gonzalez, you have other guys to fill where Chavis plays. Unless you really want to keep Chavis thinking that JD's gone and you want Chavis to be your DH, but like, you can get a free agent DH to come in and hit the crap out of the ball. Like right. you can get anyone to do that. Like you don't need to groom a dozen in hitter. And well, I don't he, think Chavez well, wants to be a DH. Like I think he wants to play. So
1: right. Or you could put Devers at DH and you could try to find a third baseman. Chris Bryant. Nolan one Arana- Arana-
0: Nolan Arenato. No, yeah. He's gonna he's not coming here.
1: I'm not saying he's going to, but I'm just saying technically he's not even way.
0: that there's options. There are options. Hey, No
2: one knew that he was in gonna trade from the Rockies, so you never know what's gonna happen.
0: Just saying. This is true. All right, we'll leave it there. Yeah, good idea andrew it's andrew benetendi bye-bye we, heart, we love you we miss you well we're rooting for you from here in boston um in until, boston. unless you're playing the red sox then go screw so so, um, so
1: in conclusion andrew benetendi bye-bye dustin pedroia bye-bye michael bye-bye. chavis potentially chavis. bye-bye
0: bye-bye it's the bye-bye episode here yeah. on into the triangle literally uh, that's the name bye-bye. of the
1: episode the bye-bye
0: episode <laughs> that's gonna be the title remind me make sure i do that the bye-bye episode bye-bye, yeah. awesome. um We'll be back in a couple weeks. Like Al said last week, I believe you did another show. I listened to it. I just can't remember. Um, if you said we'll be, we'll be doing every week. Once the season really ramps up Pitchers and catches report. What yeah. next week? Yeah. So right around the corner. We'll have some more news, some headlines, all that stuff. But we're going to do every two weeks until like spring training games start and things start to ramp up. Um, next episode, two weeks from now. Uh, that's like the, the 20, whatever. Late 26th. Uh, I should know that. My birthday is the Sunday, so I should know that. Um, Hey. Hey. Yeah.
1: 29.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Almost 30. Woo. (laughs) Uh, We have a surprise for you guys. We'll we'll get to that down the week. We have have a a cool episode in a couple weeks, so we'll get to there. Uh, Excited for that. So that'll happen down in a couple weeks. You'll know when that happens. Uh, It's already in planning. We're not like teasing this thinking it's not going to happen. Like it's already set in stone. So that'll be fun. Uh, Until then, enjoy the. I hope you enjoyed this episode three of us are back together again the three amigos um and don't forget to follow us everywhere on twitter couchguysports.com the twitch channel the youtube all the other podcasts on our great network um al always says that we're on the rise but keep going so just stay tuned we got things to come um and shout out to our boy diego i haven't done this on a podcast yet diego got a little promotion on couch guy sports um Mm -hmm. so i'm excited for him to be a part of the uh the floating four i guess you can call us i don't know what to call us what, yeah. what do you call us i don't know the four of us quags is on his own world. world so um, excited for diego he's been killing it for us at couch guy with all the content so happy to have him on more of the exact side to help yep. him make decisions so uh shout out to diego like i said didn't get to do this on a podcast so this is my show so i get to do it um there you go alan zachary it was fun
2: you know what else is exciting the Red Tosh are done playing seven thirty games this year at
0: home. Yeah, I it's forgot about game. that. Seven, seven. seven ten. Woo! Those twenty minutes make a big difference. Oh yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> maybe they should stop playing on and Then we'll have to stop. No, then I'll stop.
1: All right. We'll talk to you guys in two weeks.
0: Peace out, guys. Zach, move out of Buffalo.
2: Um, maybe when I get older.
0: Adios, guys.